Welcome back. Welcome back to the Rack Show, the Responsibly Armed Citizen Show. I am one of your hosts, Frank Horvath. Joined with me in studio is Mr. Tim Kelly of Apache Solutions. Tim, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. I can relate. I am doing all okay also. Uh, so uh, we have uh, some quite a bit of interesting things to talk about today. Before we get into all of that, I uh, just want to let our listening audience know that we are pre-recording today. Um, my anniversary is this weekend. So instead of um, us doing something a little bit, uh, you know, later, we're gonna you know record our show for it to you know play over the air for Saturday, and uh, uh, it's actually I don't want to say it's timely. It's it's un- unfortunate that we're having to do this, but uh, yeah, top today uh, current events. Right, it's a hot thing that's on everybody's mind right now. Um, uh, unfortunately, there's a tragedy that happened up in Maine. I think we're going to discuss that a little bit. Um, there's there's quite a bit that's you know floating around on the news on social media and things of that nature. So uh, I think we're going to dive into that just a little bit. And then you know this weekend's also Halloween, right? right. Big big uh, widely um, you know celebrated celebrated you know, event, right? A lot of trick or treating, things like that. Families are going to be together. A lot of people out and about. So uh, I think we should you know discuss that a little bit. So getting back into it. Uh, so what what what's going on in Maine? What what are we hearing about in Maine? So it's it's looking like uh, there was an active shooter last night who um, who visited two different locations and shot up a place, killing multiple people um, and uh, wounding others. And he's currently still on the run. So I don't know if he made a break for Canada or if he's you know still wandering around Maine, if he still has ill intent, if he's... Right. There's you know, a, lot there's of, no a lot of unknowns right now. Right. Yeah, I think one of the reports I had saw was that, you know, there were um, some... And we're, we're not going to name him. You know, sure. He's going to be referred to as Dirtbag from, dirt from you know, this point forward. But, yes. you know, so apparently Dirtbag had connections uh, down in um, Connecticut. So I think, you know, law enforcement's posting up, you know, the main Connecticut uh, border, just trying to, again, trying to find this dude right now. Um, but uh, I think it's important for us to really break down, you know, as far as what we know, um, you know, what happened. So as of, you know, this morning, Thursday, uh, again, there's it's still a fluid situation. There's still a lot of stuff that's happening. But I, I think that there are some, some pretty good indicators of um, the, uh, that there, there are some things that, that could have been mitigated. Sure. Right. So uh, if we start going through and looking at some of the available information that we have, you know, this dirt bag, um, uh, there was a history of some some mental issues, right? Some mental right. illness. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to say it's a red flag. Definitely want to get away from that idea. I want to get away from the phraseology. But, um, you know, there is uh, there's reports that. You know, he had made claims that he was going to you know, act violence against locations, not the locations that violence actually happened, but again, a, a third location. And I don't believe that they were taken serious enough for right. any sort of intervention to happen. Right. Um, you know, and, and, and that's 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 really unfortunate. Sure. Um, you know, especially if somebody is vocal about hurting themselves, vocal about hurting others. You know, that that kind of thing really should be taken serious because that means that they're in a state of mind where you know, some potentially, you know, something could, could happen there. Right. Um, yeah, again, it's, it, it's, it's, you know, definitely rough, but anyway, so, so getting into that a little bit more. Um, so this was happening again, uh, up in Lewiston, Maine, 
there were uh, two reported places, a barn grill and a, um, a bowling alley. And it's, like I said, it's just, it's absolutely heartbreaking. Right. You know, as of this morning, there are, you know, uh, 16 or so that have uh, been confirmed deceased. Uh, there's an additional, according to some sources, 30. It, it, it just depends of yeah. uh, other injured. Um, again, it's just, it is heartbreaking. Right. Absolutely sad. It, it's, uh, you know, Tim, I was talking with you this morning and I was just, I'm, I'm, I'm fired up over it. Like, right. you know, it's, it's hard to say what would happen if you were there. Right. I cannot tell you that I would have done anything. Well, sure. Right. I'm the same. I mean, the, the, the situation is really going to dictate, right. but, uh, we've talked about this in previous shows before. There's nothing that you can do against something like that unless you have the tools and right. the skills necessary to do something about it. Right. And, you know, I, I think a lot of us get really comfortable, comfortable in our own freedoms, um, here in America. The majority of the time we can walk around unscathed. Um, so when, a lot of folks just leave their guns at home, right? You know, they leave their med kits at home and stuff like that. They don't think they're going to need it. Right. Right. And this kind of thing is not new. Right. This, this stuff has been happening for a long time. And it's, it's, it's really, it's time for us to start taking responsibility into our own hands instead of waiting on our government to do something for us. And right. I, we'll get into the political side in here uh, in, the, in the next segment. But, but you know, th- this, th- this is a, a textbook, you know, shooting. Dude had mental issues, right? Yep. He um, goes on some random shooting spree, and it doesn't appear that there's any, any serious, like, significant motive, right? He just he targeted two random locations that happened to have a lot of people uh, in in there in the area. Yeah, where he could, you know, inflict the most right. damage. So, right. yeah. And, and he certainly didn't, you know, target a, you know, police station or, right. you know, an establishment that's going to have, you know... Resistance. Resistance. Right. Yeah. And and so if... I, I don't... I don't... I don't know what else to tell you guys. Yeah. Start carrying guns. Right. Carry well, a gun on your person. And, and train. Like, understand the laws. Understand, you know, everything that, that goes along with, you know, being a responsibly armed citizen. Um, again, you know, I'm not going to Monday, uh, you know, Monday night quarterback this thing and say, oh, well, you know, if I was there, this is what would happen or this is what right. should have happened. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Again, situation dictates. And we've talked about it in other shows. What's your mission, right? Mine is to go home to my family, right? To 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 be a father, to uh, make sure I'm present, make sure I'm there, and you know, getting involved in that third party counter. I don't know, right? You know, it 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 depends. You know, everything changes. You know, if my family's with me, their safety is priority number one. Yeah, right. Um, that everything else goes out the window. Um, you know, even if I was you know on my own, right? Sure. Even if I didn't have anybody else that was with me. You know, if, you know, again, me personally, if the possibility of me being injured, me being in a, in a position where I cannot provide or I'm no longer there for my family, I don't know that I would get involved, right? right? Um, unless the threat was direct, immediate, in my face, right then, right there. Guys, uh, well, we're not we're not trying to call for someone to just show up and be a hero and stop right. all of this. Like, right. this is not what we're trying to go after. What Frank's trying to say is, you know, be the one to save yourself, be the one to save your loved ones, right? Right? Don't, don't. We're not. We don't expect you to go out and 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 be the hero on you know on the news the next morning. Right. You know, 
we just want you to protect yourself. Right. right? I mean, that's, that's the only way we can stop these things from occurring. You know, uh, it's, it's only if, if you have some type of tool that you can stop it with and the knowledge and know-how to do it. Right. And um, it comes back to, you know, understanding your, your personal uh, skill sets, understanding, you know, where your deficiencies are. Get some training, right. get, get some understanding, you know, get that tool, whatever that may be. Um, if you don't feel like carrying a gun, fine, don't carry a gun. But there are other things that you can put in place that help mitigate some of that risk. Right. And, you know, and, and what I'm, I'm thinking here is like if, if the people in these establishments weren't carrying firearms to protect themselves, um, I'd be willing to bet they weren't carrying any type of medical gear, any type of trauma That's gear right. That's right. to protect themselves either. So there's no... There, there's no tourniquets. There's no pressure bandages. You know, you're 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 essentially just waiting on police to show up and stop this, or an ambulance to come and drive you away. That's right. All right, we'll be right back. Let's take a break. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rack Show, the Responsibly Armed Citizen Show, where we talk about everything regarding the responsibly armed citizen. My name is Tim Kelly, and with me I have Frank Horvath, and we have been talking about current events. As discussed in the last segment, uh, we're actually not recording on Saturday, as you are listening, right? We're recording on Thursday, so the day after a, um, a very tragic shooting that happened in, uh, in Maine uh, last night. And we've just, we've just been discussing, you know, all the information that we have and, and the much of the information that we don't have. Um, in the last segment, we were just kind of breaking it down into what happened. And right now, I think we just need to talk about what's really firing us up right now and that's the the media and the spin that they put on this oh, it's it's horrible and, yeah. and yeah man in, in order to achieve some type of some type of agenda anyway i know you got your thoughts on this go ahead <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i mean there, there's just the, there's so much that's going to come out of this right um you know the the mental health issues right we right. start getting into you know, the, the banner waving, you know, red flag, you know, we start getting into like all of these, you know, this is what, you know, uh, people, you know, should do. And this is how we should, you know, handle this type of situation from happening again. And, you know, the, the point that I want to make to that is like evil is out in this world, right. right? There's always going to be access. If they, if you start putting in, um, uh, you know, restrictions on law abiding citizens, then the non law-abiding citizens, the criminals of this world, are still going to have access to these firearms, yeah. right? They're still going to have access to these these you know, tools. They're still going to have access to these things that they're going to use uh, to you know do mass harm. You know, if we look at other examples in other countries, right, sure, you know, the firearm-related incidences may drop because they have restricted access to firearms. But look at the other violent crime. It is way up. Um, right. You know, stabbings and, and muggings and things of that nature. Because um, it's it's more blatant. But, but the piece about this that is really firing me up um and like that it's 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 i'm i'm, I'm really yeah we we were talking about it in the break or it's you know briefly discussing the break is that uh you know this guy is being painted as you know he's a firearms instructor he has you know a military background like there's all this other stuff that that's all being tacked on the buzzwords um, the buzzwords and that's and that's it you know i was watching 
was, uh, I think it was, uh, it was one of the, the affiliates. It was NBC or Fox or something like that. And they're hitting on all the buzzwords. They're, you know, saying words like, you know, assault style rifle. They were mm. saying words like, um, uh, you know, the mass trauma. I mean, they're just going through all this stuff that, you know, that incites fear. I mean, right. that's really what it's doing. It's inciting fear. And out of that fear, some sort of action is going to happen, right? So if we take a look at, Again, we don't have all the information yet, but if you just look at the, the images, you're seeing, you know, the types of firearms that were used. Oh, the 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 one the the big one that I heard last night was um, high capacity magazines. Oh gosh, right. Here so we go. it was the, perfect um, timing. Yeah, the this news anchor was saying, yep, and you know the uh, the high capacity magazines were used. This guy would have had to reload. I was like, come on, like you know, even if you're in. California, right? So even if you're using it, we'll call it, you know, a low capacity magazine or, you know, 10 rounds or less, that you can still reload that thing. Like yeah. this dirt bag drove between two separate locations that were at least 10 minutes apart from each other. Hmm. So you're saying in those 10 minutes, he could not have, you know, reloaded even a low, you know, we'll call it a low or a standard capacity magazine, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's just you know, the, the political agenda and then the spin that the media is putting on this um, you know, giving it the, the, uh, you know, the awareness, if you want to call that is just, it, it's sickening because right. the next thing that's going to happen is, you know, it, the hammer's going to drop on us law abiding citizens, and we're going to start having some of our rights restricted from us right. or removed from us altogether. Well, I think it, our, our entire society wants this stuff to stop. Yeah. You know, we, we all want this stuff to stop. It needs to go away, but the problem, <clears throat> the problem that we're running into, is we have so many people out there that want to consolidate all of these buzzwords right. into a group, identify that group, and then keep them away from these these freedoms that we have. Right? right? Take away take away some you know their guns, take away their their ammo, take away whatever. The training um, aids. The training aids, right. that type of thing. Yeah, like we talked about last weekend. Um, it, it's, it's outrageous. This is not going to stop. Those type of things are not going to stop this, right? Mm -hmm. Like we've, you can't just suggest that, oh, he was a firearms instructor. Oh, man, we got, we got to get rid of this. You know, right. We got to get rid of this category of, of, of people because one person happens to have a you know, I have no idea what his rating was. Honestly, because he was in the military, it might have been. I read somewhere that he was he was um, he he worked on a tr at a training facility in Seiko, yeah, like Seiko, Seiko yep. something like that. Um, anyway, he he worked there. Maybe he was an instructor in the military. Yeah. But they're painting this out as a firearms instructor. So right. now it's it's just it's that's a, such a broad message. Right. So. Uh, they're trying to they're trying to drag as many people down with this as they possibly can. And then another one that really hits home for me is is you know they it's one thing to mention that he was a veteran. It's mm -hmm. one thing to mention that he was a firearms firearms instructor, but to do it in such a way that that's his identifier, right? Right. Like now right. now you are painting this picture that us as veterans uh, or somebody like me, a veteran firearms instructor, right. is is ready and willing to go out and commit these these tragedies. Right, right. You know, and it's, it's just not the case. It's not fair to us, especially the veterans. We see this stuff. We see this stuff, and this is what keeps people from going to get help. 
Right. This right here is what keeps our veterans from going to get help, from from asking folks about, you know, well, what kind of medication should I should I do? Or I'm afraid if I if I get if if I get committed into, um, you know, uh, into the, the the mental health ward, then they're going to take away my guns. I won't be able to defend myself. Most you know, most most of us most of us veterans have this um, this paranoia when we come back anyway that we're going to you know be attacked or something like that because we lived with it for so long, and then you're trying to take away our only measures of safety, like that's the stuff that lingers over our heads. This keeps people from reporting to the VA that they have mental health problems. Right. That's what this does. Yeah. There, there is no real help out there. The only thing I can, I can say this is actually really gaining any ground and is making a positive difference is holdmyguns.org. Yeah. I, I, think, I think organizations such as holdmyguns.org are fantastic ways to, you know, to, to encourage folks to go, go get their mental health checked. Yep. And don't worry about having your Second Amendment rights stripped of you. Right. Right. Keep yourself safe. Keep your family safe. Yep, yep. That and like I said, there and there's just there's there's so much out there that is is again that is negative that's going to come out of this, right? Right. So everything from uh, everything about this 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 tragedy is going to be scrutinized. So you know how uh, what farms were used, right? Where you know uh, how were they accessed? Were they illegally obtained, right? Um, you know was it high capacity, low capacity? I mean, all this junk, right, right. is going to come out of this, um, and then it's just going to further cause issues for everyone else, right? Um, again, uh, I am not a veteran, but you know I, I do claim to be a firearms instructor. You know I've, I've had you know n- uh, quite a bit of training in that in that uh, realm. But the same thing's gonna gonna come out of that, right? Just like you said, you know that that light of you know oh all firearms instructors, right? Um, it, you know it's 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 just going to be such a a burden on our society, right? right? There, there, you know the media and you know the, these political political talking pieces, you know mouthpieces, are going to you know frame this up as you know this is an issue, this isn't you know, a problem. And again, just like we talked about last week with, you know, the restriction of training aids and, you know, in, anyway, I'm really starting to feel like a target. Right. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really seeing, okay, um, n- not just because, you know, I help instruct, but that's, it, it's just another, you know, cog that's showing, hey, you know, we don't need our citizens armed. We don't need our citizens trained. We don't need responsibly armed citizens, you know, in, in our, you know, United States um, so that, you know, dictatorship and, and, you know, tyranny can happen. I'm not saying that we're, we're living under dictatorship, but a lot of these rules, right, that are being put in place that, um, you know, people are not voting directly on, that's not going through Congress, like, you know, the stuff that's coming through the uh, the ATF, these rulings over, you yeah. know, what I'm allowed to have, what I'm not allowed to have, that is just arbitrarily put in place and arbitrarily enforced is just, it's not... It's, it's not kosher. Right. I mean, we have a serious issue there. So I, I really feel like, you know, we really need to be spending some, some focus on how are we going to, um, you know, you know, handle, how are we going to, um, you know, police, you know, these agencies who are making these arbitrary rulings that affect us everyday citizens um, and prohibit us from being those responsibly armed citizens. Right. 
you know, at some point, right, there's, there's going to be a place where, you know, you will not comply, right? right? And then so these responsibly armed citizens, right, the people that we're talking to, the people, you know, just like us, right, those, the ones who seek training, the ones who uh, are, you know, uh, are, you know, have their concealed care, who do everything by the letter of the law, at some point, these agencies are going to push us to a point where we cannot be yeah. responsibly armed citizens. We will be, you know, responsibly armed criminals, unfortunately, yeah. in the eyes of them, right? Right. And that's that's such a sad, depressing thought. But I honestly feel like that's kind of the route, the direction that we're going. I mean, we should be encouraging this. I mean, we should we should be encouraging folks to to take it upon themselves to defend themselves. I and mean, at the end of the day, you know, as I said a while ago, the the uh, Unfortunately, and I hate to imagine stuff like this, but you and I have to, we have to spend our time in research with this type right. of thing as part of our job. But you can imagine these folks had to sit back and wait. Right. After all of that trauma, after all of that tragedy, you know, who knows? It probably took him just a, you know, a, a few minutes or whatever to commit the travesty, Right jump in his car and leave. And meanwhile, you're left there with a bloody mess right. watching your your friends are, are, are dead or dying and you have nothing to support them. Right. Right. You're not you're not prepared for it. And there's no possible way that law enforcement could get there in time, could predict that this was going to happen, get there in time and stop it from happening. Right. And there's no possible way an ambulance or EMTs could arrive and put that pressure bandage on there immediately when it should have been, right. or that tourniquet on immediately when it should have been. Right. Let's talk about it more when we get back. Yep. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Rack Show, the Response to Your Armed Citizens Show, where we are in depth conversation right now, talking about uh, the you know the tragedy that happened yesterday as we are pre-recording. Um, you know, we're talking about you know the everything that happened up in Maine, and we're also discussing you know the the media, the political spin, and then really you know the the, the other piece of that, right? So it's not necessarily what the tools that you can use to defend yourself, but it's tools that after some sort of trauma happens, how you can help save potentially save your life, save another's life from that traumatic injury. Um, and again, that's just another skill set. That's something that you really should have in your bag. It's not all, you know, guns and gear. It's not all, you know, slinging. It's, it's, it's med, right? right? What is more likely going to happen? Are you more likely to, you know, uh, have a firearm-related incident or are you more likely to roll up on a, a car accident? Right. Um, you know, big weekend this weekend, right? So the next couple of days, there's a lot of trick-or-treating. There's a lot of stuff that's happening that's around us. Um, you know, it's dark. There's a lot of people on the roads. I could guarantee you that there's, unfortunately, there's probably going to have a, a, you know, pedestrian-involved, you know, car accident. You know, even if it's a little bump up. But, you know, being a being prepared, be having, you know, some tools, having some skill sets, uh, having some knowledge to be able to handle, you know, those type of traumas, right? Uh, those things that potentially could happen to you, your family. It is so incredibly important. Hey, folks, um, I want to mention a product that that, um, that a lot of us within the Apache Cadre carry. So get your pen and paper ready. Uh, or, or type this down your phone, go to visit dark 
angelmedical.com. Use promo code Apache20 for 20% off of your next purchase. Guys, they have all kinds of great stuff in there. Um, if you have any questions about this, like m- maybe you don't you don't know what you're looking at, you don't you don't know what you're really getting yourself into, but you know you need some med gear in your vehicle, or you need something on your person or something like that, and you have questions about it, send us an email. What's yep. that email, Frank? Rack at ApacheNC.com. R A C at ApacheNC.com. Yeah. So send that send that email to us, and if if you have any questions, we'd be help we'd be we'd be more than happy to to help guide you in the right direction. But they've got some some great vehicle kits, uh, stuff that you can mount on the back of your headrest, um, one that you can keep you know around your ankle, underneath your pants, yep. you know, uh, stuff that just fits in your pocket. Like it, it's it's something, right? Um, at the very least, you know, use this as an opportunity to purchase a tourniquet. You know, you can spend 36 bucks, um, well, no, less than that if you use our promo code, and, and buy yourself a, you know, a Gen 7 cat tourniquet. Stick that in your pocket and carry it around. I mean, that's 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 a very, very important piece of gear. Yeah, and get some training learn how to use this stuff, right? right? I mean, there's, uh, again, there, there's a number of resources that are out there, but go and physically find somebody. Physically, don't just watch a YouTube video. I know we're all guilty of doing something like that, but, you know, go and actually get some, you know, one-on-one training with somebody. You know, give Apache a call, 336-422-6859. Reach out to us, give us a call. Um, you know, schedule session and say, hey, look, you know, maybe you don't care much about, you know, the, the firearms piece. I understand. But, you know, the med piece is something else that we could also help uh, help you with at least, you know, basic med, basic first aid, um, you know, situational awareness. I mean, there's just so much more than just, you know, using a tool. Um you know, there's, there's attitude skills. I mean, there's just, there's so much that's out there that you can do that doesn't involve, you know, uh, deadly force, right? You can use less lethal that would help also mitigate a threat. Yeah. Um, you know, or again, in, in, in the case of, you know, the Halloween weekend, we have all the stuff that's going around, um, you know, that just, just safety, personal safety, right. right? So if you see this, you know, you know you'll joke about, oh, you know, the, the uh, candy mobile, right? You got a, mm-hmm. you know, a van that's all blacked out or whatever that's coming, it's going to, you know, come take, you know, hey, little boy, you want yeah. some candy? You know, <laughs> that kind of thing, whatever. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, th- just being aware, you know, watching out for kids, watching out for other people that are around. Halloween traditionally, at least in my neighborhood, is a time where the hooligans come out and mm-hmm. they like, you know, will teepee houses and yeah. you know, egg your house or play ding dong ditch or whatever. That's, and that's you know, harmless stuff. It's harmless, right? Yeah. But people get so amped up over that kind of stuff. So, you know yeah, you're looking in the wrong direction. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, so there's uh there, there there's a lot. So let's talk about that a little bit more. So prepare for Halloween. What are some other things that we can do? Um, to help prepare for our, our Halloween weekend. Uh, but before we do that, we were talking about trauma and, and um, sorry, <laughs> derailed. We were talking about the, um, the med kits and stuff like that. I just wanted to make sure I also plug in uh, John Jonathan Willis will be coming down teaching his real world trauma oh, class yes. next February. Yeah. So if you have never taken any um, any type of trauma class, this is this is it. This is 
this is awesome. So it'll be a Sunday, February 11th. It, the title of the class is called Real World Trauma. You can look up Gunset or shoot us an email at rack at apachenc.com, R-A-C at apachenc.com, and we'll help point you in the right direction for that class. Uh, you'll leave there with not just a certification from his class, but you'll also leave with the Stop the Bleed certification from yeah. that class too. You, and and if you do go to a class, the likelihood that you're going to see a tube get shoved down my nose is very high. <laughs> it is very likely. <laughs> oh, the nasal pharyngeal or what? Oh, yeah, man. So I um, took uh, took that class as a student um, earlier this year, and it's again, it's not something he normally does in his classes. This was, you know, we're friends. It was a special case kind of thing, and we had somebody had asked about that, and they're like, "Yeah, let's uh, let's do that." We've all told Zach, right? Mm-hmm. We've had him on the show before. We've all told Zach to come out to do it, and Zach was like. I'm not doing it. And I was like, all right, well, I guess that means it's me. I guess I'm doing this. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, do it. And, uh, I've had it done before. It's, it's a non-event, but you know, it's just one of those, uh, swallow, 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 you know, trying to think about it. But, um, they're always a little bit too long. Right mm-hmm. for me anyway, so it like tickles the back of my throat. So I'm sitting there <laughs> trying not to gag, right? I'm like, okay, uh, 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 okay, I'm like, uh. <laughs> it's not, not uh, good. Anywho, um, so now we can talk about <laughs> candy and whatnot. I'm ready for my emotional support Reese's. <laughs> we need that after the show. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Hey, you broke my heart, man. I was really hoping for a pick-me-up this morning. I, I, I get in here, and you're just, like, sitting in a chair looking all kinds of mad. I'm like, oh, great. Oh, yeah. This is going to be good. Fired up. Anyway. But- all right, so prepare for Halloween. Guys, This like, like we said a while ago, you know, these tragedies have been happening for a really long time. They're going to continue to happen. It's just... I mean, either way you look at it, it's not just going to wake up overnight. Somebody's going to say something on the news that's going to magically make evil disappear. It's not going to happen. All right. So right now we're talking about Halloween, which is a holiday that's celebrated all across America. We have kids that dress up like, you know, their their favorite cartoon character or something like that. And they go door to door. They go to these big, great big events. Um, that have uh, like trunk or treats or something like that. And, and what are we seeing right now? We're seeing a lot of these places being targeted by these dirt bags, right? Right. And, and that's, that's something we need, to, we need to walk in there prepared, mentally prepared for. I'm not saying don't take your kid trick-or-treating. Go right. take your kid trick-or-treating. Just have some gear prepped and have your head on a swivel. Yeah. Like look be looking don't be looking for the hoodlum that's gonna be TPN or soaping your TPN your house or soaping your car. Right. Right. That's that's harmless stuff. That's that's not the stuff I'm talking about. It's kids look, being kids. Look look yeah. look for the, the the thing that really stands out. And this this is a tricky time. I mean right. you, you've got folks that are dressed up and everything else. I mean it is a very, very tricky time. So which should put more emphasis on you know, being prepared and, and more ready, right. you know, um, to, to see something like that before it happens. Right. Have those pre-decisions put in place, right? right. Map this out in your, in your, in your mind. Um, know where the, the nearest exits are. If you're going to a, a location that's, you know, you're doing a trunk or treat or something like that, and maybe it's indoor. Uh, one year, I remember when I was a little kid, uh, my mom took me to the mall, 
and there was all these different stations, mm-hmm. and, and I got a ton of candy there. But you know, maybe that thing still exists. All right, right? Your, your corn mazes, stuff like that. Be, be looking for you know, certain things. Know where um, you know, uh, the nearest EMT is or, or something along those lines. Or areas of egress, right? right? Just like understanding. You know, you're walking up to complete random strangers' homes. You're asking right. for candy, right? right. So you know, it's, it's not necessarily something that happens on a daily. But again, it, it's all in good fun. I'm not saying be paranoid, but just be vigilant. Um, be aware of what's going around. Be aware of traffic. You know, a lot right. of people are walking up and down streets. You know, some some you know, uh, let's call them a teenage kid just got their you know driver's license or whatever. They may be you know not paying attention, not you know used to all these people being out on the road at night. Right. No, there could be all different things, but. But yeah, definitely get some gear, get some, um, uh, just, you know, some basic stuff, you know, the, uh, you know, something that, you know, we'll have with us are going to be just a boo-boo kit. Right. You know, my kids are going to be in a Halloween costume that is probably too long. They're probably going to trip. They're probably going to fall. You know, they're going to be upset because their candy hit the ground, but they also have scraped hands. Mm-hmm. Right. That is much more likely than anything else yeah. is going to happen. Um, so again, don't be paranoid, but be prepared. Okay. And, uh, you know, it, I remember, you know, we got just a little bit of time, but uh, so a couple of years ago, well, I want to, it's been several years ago, um, I had a cousin, right, who was all dressed up. This was Halloween, and this is before we had kids. Um, I, I, you know, they knocked on the door, thought it was just another trick-or-treater, opened up the door, and this kid, right, and again, mask, you know, and, and a whole thing, just starts walking in the house. I'm like, okay, bud. Hey, bud, you know, how are you doing? Because I had no idea it was him, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was my cousin. I was like, hey, bud, how you doing? You know, I put my hand out, and I'm kind of, like, pushing him back out of the door, and he's, like, pushing through me to try to come into the house. And I was like, stop. Like, I was about to mace the kid. And uh, it, it, it would not have turned out well, but, you know, because, I mean, he was being, you know, forceful coming, yeah. into, coming into the house. But I didn't know. I didn't know. It was, I mean, he was a bigger kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was a kid or if it was a teen or, you know, what was going on here. Uh, and then you know, they're like, ha ha ha, big joke. I'm like, oh, y'all, y'all don't know me. <laughs> like, this is extended family, or like they're not, you know. Anywho, yeah. and uh, that 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 could have been an incident. But 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 no, like just just you know being aware, um, you know, just go go out, have fun. Don't be paranoid about all this mess. But right. just just be attentive. Um, right. You know, we, a couple episodes ago we talked about you know the uh, OODA and just um, you know having that that awareness uh, about yourself you know, just understand look for you know these different cues and look for different things you know body posture tells a lot eyes tell a lot you know even, even if you know the the face is occluded there are still cues that you, you can use to help um assume the intent of you know somebody yeah. so these are all, all all good things all things to think about yeah i've been uh, I've, I've been in the past i've been accused of living in fear and, and that's not at all what I do. No. I live a very, very healthy, um, and I, I feel like a good life. Yeah. And um, I'm also very well aware of what's around me, yeah. and I'm, I have the tools and the skills necessary. So that's what it means to be a responsibly armed citizen. Yeah. So. Love it. Well, uh, so that's that's really going to wrap up this segment. Uh, so uh, coming up next, uh, we have our last competency of the month. Mm-hmm. Competency of the month. Uh, we're going to tease a little bit. Who needs a revolver, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've discussed that quite a bit. Let's uh, let's talk about that a little bit more when we come back. Sounds good.
Welcome back to the Brack Show, the Responsibly Armed Citizen Show, where we talk about everything regarding the Responsibly Armed Citizen. My name is Tim Kelly. With me, I have Frank Horvath, and we have been talking about current events. Um, uh, this is a pre-recorded show. Uh, today is actually Thursday, October 26th. Last night, we had some pretty tragic events take place in Maine, and uh, we've been discussing that. So if, if you uh, are just now jumping in, we've We've been uh, talking about the active shooter that happened in Maine, the fact that he's still out on the run, different media and political angles. And uh, the last segment, we were talking about preparing for the Halloween weekend with all of that in mind. So now what we're going to talk about is the comp of the month. So we're going to take a take a take a little little step in a different direction here, mm. try and cool down away from all the, the tragedy. Done and, talking and, about dirtbags. Yeah. <laughs> start talking about start talking about some uh, different competencies and how that re- and how it relates to the responsibly armed citizen. So let me explain the competency of the month first. If you're unfamiliar to this, the competency of the month is something that we started using in, as an internal um, uh, internal study, if you will, um, something to challenge us as instructors to uh, give presentations, write articles, um, and and do more uh, and dive dive in deeper into specific subjects that we refer to as competencies, and. Um, when we started the rack show, I thought, man, this would be a great opportunity to share this with, yeah. with our, with our listeners and our viewers. <clears throat> so the comp C of the month this month, what we've also, you know, challenged to the rest of our cadre is who needs a revolver and discuss the practical use of a revolver, of a revolver in a defensive context. Now I've, I've got a little time behind a revolver. I've become uh, rather familiar with them over the years. Um, I'm nowhere near as educated as Mr. Frank Horvath Duh. is. Uh, he's 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 spent a little bit more time in it. I think he's a little more infatuated with them than I am. I like, I like looking at them. I like looking at them, I like, handling them. I like, I like collecting them. <clears throat> I have struggled finding practical uses, though, for them in a defensive context. Now, I haven't said uh, – that's not to say that I haven't put on a revolver mm-hmm. – and carried around the house, mm-hmm. you know, or taken it hunting or something like that, um, and and use that as my self defense gun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just I'm a little more leery about taking that out to, you know, grocery shopping yeah. and stuff like that. I can see that. So so for me, I I wouldn't take it out gro- just grocery shopping, right? Um, not as a primary firearm. Right. So maybe as a secondary, as a backup. Mm. Right. I think that, that there's an absolutely a place for that, especially when you get into like the smaller five shot revolvers. They're much easier to conceal. They're much easier. They're much more comfortable than uh, like a full size semi-automatic handgun, um, especially when you're carrying them in such a way that um, it's not ideal. So, for example, like, you know, uh, uh, ankle carry or something like that. Right. It's not in a place that uh, your primary tool is at. Right. Um, I think that that's an absolute, you know, that's an excellent, you know, place for them personally. Um, as long as you can like reach your ankle, <laughs> as long as you train, as long as you, you know, as long as you have a way of it being able to access that tool, you know, reliably. And that tool is, um, safely, you know, in a position that it can't be accessed by others. Right. right. So it needs to be inside of a good holster and still need, you still need to have, you know, these, these, uh, uh, you know, Place, the things put in place, but also the other, the other place that I find myself you know, reaching for a revolver or even over a semi-automatic firearm um, are going to be 
um, places that um, are prohibitive with um, uh, with with the use of a fire or prohib you know prohibited places. Now I'm not saying I'm take carrying these firearms in places that you know farms are not allowed. I'm uh, again law abiding citizen here, but uh, places where I know that. You know, if somebody would else would be uncomfortable if they did see that, right? Right. right. Again, a revolver is a little easier for me to conceal, uh, especially with my body shape, my size, sure. right? I got I got the whole dad muffin top going on over here, <laughs> so my dad muffin top can very easily uh, cover up my uh, revolver much easier than a full size, sure. you know, uh, carry gun. But that's my world, right? Yeah. That's 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 you know, I, I have quite a bit of trigger time behind a revolver. I really, I, I'm infatuated with them. I really enjoy you know, you know pressing the trigger. I enjoyed you know you know. It's, playing John Wick or whatever you want to, however you want to play that, you know, put that out there. But again, that's, that's what works best for me. Now, as my primary, like as my like immediate wake up go-to, absolutely not. Uh, they're, they're not as reliable. They're really not. Right. Um, you know, it's, uh, there's so many other like springs and there's so many other maintenance things that are involved with that, that people just, they make the assumption or they hear from a cousin from a buddy who said that right. revolvers are more reliable. And it's just, it's not, the, it's not the case at all. Yeah. Um, uh, now I like the, I like the idea or the concept of using a revolver as a backup gun. Um, I want to talk about that word backup for a second though. Um, <clears throat> that's often confused with, Oh, you ran out of ammo in your 17 round Glock no. and your other 17 round spare mag. And now you, you're down to your five shot revolver. That's not what backup means, but that's that's often how it's interpreted. Right. It's often interpreted as as in I'm I'm low on ammo for my primary, mm-hmm. and now all I have is I have this as a backup. That's not what it means. It's it's actually a a better word for it would just be alternate tool, right. like alternate gun. Yep. Um, because there are a so many, so many different inter- uh, instances where you may need to access that backup gun, right? right before you go to your primary. Right. Maybe you can't get to your primary because of the, the physical position that you're put in. Absolutely. You're right? wrapped up in something. Yeah. Right. You could be, you could be wrapped up in something. You could be, somebody could be in the mount, um, right. you know, and, and you're on the ground, they're blocking your, your, your draw stroke, or it just wouldn't be strategically advantageous right. to draw your handgun at that point. So having a revolver around your, um, your ankle might provide, um, um, easier access and, you know, uh, you know, just a better tool altogether. Now it, it is, it is an alternate tool. It's, that's, that's really what it's meant for. I was watching a thing with Craig Douglas uh, the other day and he was talking about accessing a gun out of his pocket mm-hmm. and, you know, pocket carry is a really tricky thing. Yeah. Right? When you start, especially when you start talking about revolvers, yep. some, some of these little bitty mouse uh, semi-autos mm-hmm. are a lot easier to, to conceal, yeah. but the revolvers, because of the actual cylinder itself, tends to be a little bit more bulky. Yeah. Uh, so you have to have a, a really good pocket holster, yep. uh, something like a like is it Mika holsters. That's what I've, I've yep. got for mine. Uh, great, great pocket holster conceals your gun really well. There's some a specific pair, a specific kind of pants. Yeah, so. there there's some really great um, holster companies out there. Now I I tend to. I, 
I don't like um, fabric. I don't like leather, just personal preference. So I'm not saying there's anything necessarily wrong with it, but um, you know, the, with, with, with proper training and, and preparation and maintenance of, you know, these holsters, you know, mm. you're fine. I, so I tend to gravitate towards uh, Kydex holsters, yeah. even with um, my revolvers. Um, you know, go, you know, all, I know I can hear right now the screams of all the other revolver aficionados out there about, you know, wow, how dare you put plastic on that gun? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, but, I just, I, I prefer, like I said, having that trigger guard not exposed. I prefer having that positive retention that's on the gun. And that's right. just personal preference. Sure. Um, Some good examples of, of, of those holsters. Um, I know you've, you've got a, a, a few. Uh, JM Custom Codex makes yeah. a fantastic holster for most most J-frame, K-frame revolvers. Yep. Um, you know, you can, you can get into a really, really nice holster from them. And you just essentially tell him where you know what position you're carrying it in yep. and, and he'll he'll make it fit you um it's it's good work black rhino is another one that is out there that i've used regularly mm-hmm. excess uh especially for the kiapas um you know again they're they're uh, it's a different shaped firearm different shaped mm-hmm. revolver um but uh the the weight kydex that they use uh, the the tooling that's put in place is just phenomenal but but yeah, you know, the, there's there's definitely I, I feel there's definitely a place for a revolver in modern you know self defense. I feel like you know practically that you know I, it will not be my primary, but I feel like there are I know that there are you know certain scenarios where it, it may work out best. I tell you one of the one of the best contextual applications I've I've heard for carrying a revolver. One of the best reasons to carry a revolver was um, actually mentioned to me by by our friend Dan Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan's also an instructor with us. He's a cop down in, on, on the coast. But anyhow, um, he and I were having a conversation about it, and he's like, oh, man, I've got one for you. It's simple stuff. He's like, you're spoiled. You're spoiled. You have, you know, uh, fairly warm four seasons mm-hmm. down here. You don't have to get all bundled up. I was a cop in Vermont for, you know, however many mm-hmm. years. He's like, you have to unravel yourself like a Christmas present to get to your gun sometimes. So really not much your your you know fully concealed appendix carry glock 19 is going to do over my pocket carry in the jacket or in the coat revolver right you know having having the ability to just shove his hands in these giant pockets you know underneath all of this and to to have that gun to get you know to to get the point across or to get to um his his other gun Right, it buys him time. Yep, um, and I think I think that's a that's a lot better uh, of an of an idea than just trying to defeat all of those different garments to access a gun. Right. Yeah, and there there are other things. Uh, you know, when you talk about that, I think of Jim Cirillo, right? So I start thinking mm. of like New York Carry, you know, yeah. uh, going through and and like. Uh, uh, cutting the trigger the trigger guard literally off mm-hmm. of the revolver so that when you have um you know big thick gloves and things like that that you, you know it you can still access the trigger you can still manipulate that firearm and not have to think about you know defeating all this other extra stuff mm-hmm. um absolutely yeah that's again we're we are spoiled we're down here yeah. in the south didn't even think about that but that's 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 absolutely absolutely um something to consider something to think about Awesome. Well, Tim, got about a minute left. Any other final thoughts for the end of the day? Man, um, it's been it's been a pretty wild couple of months. Uh, we've had 
we've had some really successful classes, taught a class up in, in Virginia, got sick. Thankfully, we take instructors with us that can teach the class yeah, you as a you backup, Brady, you know. Right. So so Dan, yeah, Dan really jumped in and helped out a lot in that class up there. Um, Zach's shotgun classes, I mean he's he's killing it. He's doing he's doing a fantastic job. We've had a blast, literally. His next you? his next one I'm really excited for. It's it's very much blended um, to be sort of like our Apache pistol metrics, but this is a Apache shotgun metrics. And that is coming up when? December second something along those lines give us an email we'll uh we'll get you the dates but be on the lookout watch us on facebook and instagram and all of that jazz rack at apachenc.com reach out to us for any of your questions and we will see you guys next week thank you thank you guys thank you